The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, welcome to a Thursday edition of 7 Minutes of Saints. Uh, Andrew, we haven't had any signings for the Saints. I'm going through withdrawals. So you suggested an episode of Mystery Topic where you just throw out the topic and we discuss it for seven minutes. So go. Yeah, so I, I've got some in mind, and I was going to throw this at you and um, get your reaction. So my, my, my statement here is I feel like the Saints – I'm just going to make a statement and I'll explain why and I want your reaction to it. Um, I feel like the Saints as a roster have gone backwards, and I, I think they're a worse team right now than they were last year. Um, now, there's a lot of time left in free agency, and there's the draft. So, you know, by no means am I saying it's time to panic, but um, – I still think that everything that's transpired thus far, look, I mean, they got Bridgewater back and that was important, but I think if you look at who they've lost and who they've gained, uh, I'm concerned. Um, you lose, and I'll explain why. I mean, you lose Ben Watson, and right now, I know he was older, I know he wasn't playing at the level he used to be at, but right now they don't have a starting tight end. Uh, you lose Ingram, you're replacing Latavius Murray, that's a downgrade. You Lose Unger, you replace him with Nick Eastern. Uh, Nick Easton. I mean, right now that's a downgrade until proven otherwise for me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Sheldon Rankins is injured. He may not start the season. Uh, you add Malcolm Brown, you add Mario Evans. So, I mean, that's a wash at best right now, and it could be a downgrade. We'll see. No tight end, no pass rusher. I still think those will happen, uh, but – we're getting closer and closer, Ralph, to the draft. And I think it's fair to say that the Saints are at a disadvantage against the 31 other teams when it comes to that exercise, considering the assets they have currently. So I'm concerned, like, do they go backwards to where, like, a 13-3 and team is 11-5 and or 10-6 and and they still make the playoffs? Maybe, and it's fine. But uh, – I mean, you know the old adage, like, you're never staying the same. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. And my my opinion right now of the Saints is they've gotten worse. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that, unfortunately. The thing is, with me, is I would argue that even if they had, even if they had kept Ingram um, with their gaping hole at tight end and Rankins, Rankins being injured – like they were, like they were always going to be worse. They were, they were going to be worse. That that's just the way it was. Losing Ingram is a blow. I mean, I'm not so much, I'm not so much worried about the holes now because I'm like, you know, they're going to, they're going to make a move. And they, you know, worst case scenario is they don't sign Jared Cooks, who may just be a figment of our imagination. His free agency visit may just really be about the friends we made along the way. I don't know. Uh, it's never going to happen, Andrew. But um, so if they don't fill him, that means in the like they're only going to get this this draft. They're only getting one player that's going to be worthwhile. The rest of it is going to be projects and lottery tickets 
and prayers, right? Yeah. So, if, so, so if they go into the draft and they need a tight end and they need a defensive end, like best case scenario is they get a guy at 60 and he plays and he's decent and he fills the hole. Worst case scenario, they get a project there and they still have the two gaping holes going in. So they've got to make a move. I mean, I just think with their, with their roster, it was like, it's so fucking hard to churn out another 13 and three. I mean, that the nine, 10 and 11 Saints teams that went 13 and three, 11 and five, 13 and three. I mean, that's the best run in Saints history. It's just, so fucking hard to do because you're dead. You know, we don't, when we talk about the Saints free agency move now, we talk about stars and we talk about this and we talk about that. Nobody talks about like, who's your backup tackle on the defensive and offensive lines? Cause you're going to need them in December, you know? And when injuries hit and how it goes and like man, Titeo, right. He's going to leave. And, and nobody is like, Oh my God, I can't believe they can't let my man Titeo walk. Like nobody's saying that. But two years ago, Andrew, he made a stop in the Washington game that basically swung that game and got him the ball back to help him make the miracle comeback. And then in the Atlanta game on Christmas Eve, he was huge. And he was a backup all year. That He played some that year. In 2018, he was a backup. He was DNF a ton of time. But, like, that's a dude that you don't think about him until you need it. And I just look at this roster, and I don't think they have – they're not going to have the nice depth that they had at certain spots that they that they had in twenty in twenty seventeen, which we didn't expect, we didn't realize, and then last year we knew that the roster was deep built, and this year it's just not going to be, and they're going to need they're going to need some injury luck this year. I I think more so than ever, which they haven't gotten it for yeah. forever. Well, they lose so they lose Ingram. You know they haven't gotten better at receiver or tight end. Breeze is a year older. I just I feel like Sean Payton. This this may be his weakest offense in terms of talent that he's ever had. When you think about Unger being injured, when you think about um, I mean I, maybe it was 2006, right? And, and that was when he had Reggie Bush. But I, I would say that this this offense is even less talented than 2006, and there's a lot of question marks. There's going to be a need for water to be turned into wine. Um, whether it's like mixing and matching and leveraging Taysom Hill more, whether it's, uh, you know, finding a new guy that out of nowhere can be a playmaker for this offense. I mean, they're going to have to figure something out. But I just feel like this is probably the least exciting offense the Saints have had in the Sean Payton era, as it stands right now. Yeah, I mean, 2007, 2008, I mean, they were turning David Patton into a decent receiver. I mean, yeah, the, thing I mean is, the thing is, those, they, had peak, they, had peak, they had peak breeze, right? They had peak breeze in those years, so he could literally do it. He's like, David Thomas, that's cool. He has 50 catches. David yeah. Patton, he has 900 yards. Like, he was a magician, so he could do it, and now you, you worry that he can't. I mean, my thing, though, is, like, the Saints have always shown a propensity – um, during the draft to move around, obviously, and trade up. But the Saints are not afraid to go get veteran players that they like. You know, in 2006, they went, and they and because they were drafting so high in the draft, they swapped picks two different times. They swapped picks to get Hollis Thomas, and they swapped picks to get Jeff Fain. So I think during the draft, 
too. Like, I don't have the list in front of me of, like, veteran tight ends that they, that they might want that are under contract if Cook doesn't come through. But I could see the Saints doing that and being like, hey, listen, we will – we will swap picks with you from the late second to the middle of the third of the late third. Uh, you give us a tight end, you give us a defense, you know, that, that could still happen. So, I mean, they still have some, some avenues to go, but uh, it's, just, you know, and it's just hard to. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Maintain 13 and 3. You know, it's, a, it's good problems to have, but man, it's just, it's just hard. Yeah, that's it's well said, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, this, we can still make some moves here and improve the roster in ways we want. I mean, there's still well, some free agents to be added, so I, by no means am I saying it's time to panic. But like my my gut tells me so far, and I really like the Malcolm Brown move, but I I feel like when we have a shot, my gut tells me going into training camp, uh, this roster is going to be a little weaker than it was last year. Well, and let me end on this as a positive note. You know, me and you were joking on the phone, uh, texting today. You know, NFL teams gave a billion dollars in contracts and guaranteed money away since the start of free agency. And you know what Bill Belichick was fucking doing at the start of free agency? He was vacationing in fucking Barbados, okay? The greatest coach and runner of a team in the history of football was fucking getting umbrella drinks and going and singing karaoke at night and banging milfs during the beginning of free agency. So, like, <laughs> we make a big deal out of free agency, but Bill Belichick was just like, whatever, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to sign a bunch of dudes at low cost, and we're going to turn out another 11-5. and five. So, like, we freak out about free agency, but the, the, the best team, does not only do they not give a shit about free agency, the guy who runs them is fucking vacationing. So, yes. I, I mean, that, the only thing we're going to in response to that is, He's going to have an opportunity to actually make his team better in the draft. Oh, the Saints true. don't really have that luxury this year. Oh, that's true. That's true. Good, good point. But I still feel like free agency. It's we, the Saints have done enough. The only thing is how, and, and we'll end on this. 
how much better would you feel about free agency if the Saints had kept Ingram? Um, a little bit better. Not a ton better because I'd still be like, oh, man, they lost Unger. Or how, how's the offensive line going to be? Um, we don't have a tight end. So the playmaking isn't as good. So I, I wouldn't feel much better, but I would feel better. And yeah, and, and here's the last thing, and I promise this is the last thing because we're over. You know, Nick Easton, he's not an upgrade from peak Unger, but there's a real possibility that Nick Easton is an upgrade from broken, down, beat up, destroyed end of the year Max Unger. That's a real that's a real possibility. Like I'm not that's saying he's better. Than, I, he's not better. I'm not saying he's better than peak Pro Bowl Unger, but the Unger in December and January, there's a good shot Easton might be better than him. So well, that that Unger is never coming back, too. So yeah, like he like that that Unger's gone. The next time you see Unger, he'll probably have like lost 70 pounds and look like a like a uh uh, a hungry lumberjack. But anyway, this has been seven minutes of Saints for Thursday. Uh, if the Saints actually do a move, of course, we will have extra podcasts. If not, we'll see you Friday. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro. Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.